beautiful. Welcome to Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Have you discovered your husband's been having an affair? Do you just want the pain to stop and be able to take a deep breath again? Do you find yourself up late at night googling how to save your marriage, heal from an affair? Do you wake up with the hope that this nightmare would end only to feel crushed and humiliated because your husband acts like the affair was really your fault and now you're left obsessing with where he is and if he's seeing her again? Hey, I'm Lisa. I too was devastated when I discovered my husband was having an affair. I too felt the pain would never end and wished he would just stop the affair and we could restore our marriage. I wanted the weight of the trauma to be lifted so I could breathe again and be able to have someone, anyone help me climb out of the dark, miry pit of despair so I could begin to heal and be confident in me again. But I kept telling myself, he won't stop seeing her. Must have been my fault. And this pain, it'll never go away. Until I found hope and healing in Christ, along with simple techniques that helped me to learn how to recover from the betrayal. In this podcast, you'll discover what betrayal trauma really is, learn simple techniques to heal and recover, and get biblical guidance to help you make the right choices as you heal from the affair so you can be free from the heartbreak and the pain and rise in confidence once again to be the woman God created you to be. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, snuggle up on the couch and focus on yourself for a few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life that you really desire. What is the difference between being a victim and being victimized? When it comes to betrayal, we hear a lot about the victims of betrayal. But before you shut me off, I want you to hear me out beautiful. I'm not saying you're not suffering greatly. I understand your pain. I've been there. I validate your pain because it is real and it's horrific. But what if we are actually hindering our recovery from betrayal trauma by taking on the identity of victim, not understanding there's a difference between being a victim and being victimized? I want to help you with that. I want you to step into freedom today on beauty beyond betrayal. But before we get started, I have another five-star review that came in actually for the podcast as well as for the beauty beyond betrayal coaching. It says, I will never be able to express how much Lisa's Beauty Beyond Betrayal podcast and coaching has meant to me and has helped me on this journey. She is an answer to prayer. Her podcast helped me realize that everything I was thinking, feeling, and experiencing was completely normal under these circumstances. It was comforting to talk with someone who has firsthand experience with the hurt and devastation of betrayal from their spouse. Working with her one-on-one as my betrayal trauma coach has helped further my healing and helped me find my truths, set boundaries, and helped me to stay focused on God and who I am in Him through all of the pain and rejection that comes with betrayal. I am so grateful I found her. Thank you so much for this review. This came in on August 30th. Oh gosh, these things light my heart up because when I hear how lives are being transformed through this podcast, through the coaching, 
I know that we are on the track that God has placed us on. So thank you so much for your review. Thank you for being a part of Beauty Beyond Betrayal by being a loyal listener and for allowing me the honor and privilege of coaching you. So beautiful, we are going to really dive into a tough subject today. And the reason why I say it's tough is because it's controversial. And lately I've been kind of going into that realm a little bit, but I think we need to go there because there is a lot out there today about victims of betrayal. And this can be a little detrimental when we take it on as our persona. And I have seen that a lot. And and unfortunately, there are those that drive it home and actually have kept a lot of people stuck in that and hindered the recovery process because they have been uh, given the message that they have to stay a victim. Well, I'm on the opposite side of that. And the reason why I am is because I go straight to scripture, right? You know me, I'm going to go where the truth is held and I'm gonna break all that down for you today. Now, I do want to say this first first off as we get started. The truth is that many people have really been true victims. Actually, it's probably fair to say that every one of us, you who are listening, me, we've been a victim of something or of someone at some point in our lives, and that's just truth. But how can we actually distinguish between being a victim without denying the reality of what has actually transpired in our life? The, the pain, the trauma, the loss, the betrayal. How do we distinguish between the two? Well, I want to first say that rather than defining ourselves as victims, in other words, taking on the identity of a victim that we need to actually filter it in a different way. What if we actually started to look at it and reframe it that we have actually been victimized? One thing this immediately does is it actually describes the act, not the person. It actually puts the focus on what's been done to you, not you, the person. It means someone has taken advantage of you. They've mistreated you, bullied, tricked, betrayed. Whatever the offense was, it was done to you. It does not disempower you by defining what has happened through an event. It actually empowers you by not creating a victim mentality. And I use that word lightly because I know there's a lot of controversy around that, but I'm talking about it in the, in the realm of being a victim in identity. In fact, the verb victimize, it's just using it, seems to bring a sharper focus on the subject rather than the object. You see, when I hear the word victimize, my first thought is, well, who did that to you? When I hear you tell me I've been betrayed, in other words, I've been victimized, my first thought is, who did that to you? It's not who is the victim, right? It's not identifying you as that person, right? It's putting the emphasis on the horrific act that was actually done to you. Now, why that may sound like we're kind of splitting hairs a little bit, the word victimized describes a moment in time. It doesn't describe a person. 
It accurately portrays a reality without turning that reality into uh, defining you as the victim. It rightfully places the emphasis more on the person who should not have betrayed you in the first place. They shouldn't have done this to you. They shouldn't have hurt you at this deep level. That's where the emphasis is placed. Now, while we don't want to define ourselves as victims, we also don't want to erase that important part of our story. It is a part of your story, beautiful. It's a part of my story. We were betrayed at the deepest level. We were, um, our husband's, committed adultery. They uh, had infidelity in their hearts, right? They they chose to um, use pornography instead of uh, turning their affections toward their wives, right? Um, and again, let me also say that, you know, this could be flipped. You know, it could be male or female, but the betrayer did something to you. And we don't need to erase that part of the story because we can't forget what was done to us. We can't just throw it out of our minds, deny it like it never happened. It did happen. That's reality. It's a fact. But we also don't want to erase that part of the story because when we actually move through the recovery process, the story now shows personal growth in our life. It actually shows that we have developed into a better person because of the experience that we have gone through. Our suffering has actually produced in us something better on the other side. And as unpleasant as it may be to experience, pain actually deepens people. It really does. To hurt and to be sick is to actually commune with those who are sick and hurting. When you've walked through betrayal, when you have experienced infidelity, when your husband has betrayed you through an affair or through pornography, you can now understand and have empathy, deep empathy, for those who are also experiencing the same thing. And suffering we are given the chance to suffer along with those who are also suffering. It connects us at a level we would not have been connected with in the first place. You know, beautiful, in 1 Peter 5.10, we're told, we're, we're actually given scriptures about suffering. And it says, And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. We're given a promise that, yes, we are going to suffer in life. You've suffered greatly because of the betrayal. But God is giving you his eternal promise that he will restore you. He will heal you. He will bring you through the other side. He's going to strengthen you. He has a future in store with you that has been established before the foundation of the world. And it is yours. In Psalm 34, 18, we're also told that the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the Christian spirit. Again, another promise that he will heal you, that he will save you from the anguish and the agony that you are experiencing right now. 
Isaiah 42, I'm sorry, Isaiah 43, 2 says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Again, God is with you through the trials, through this tribulation, through this tragedy of infidelity and betrayal that you have been going through. The victimization that you have experienced God is walking with you in and through it. He is actually bringing your healing into your life as we speak. That's his promise. Now, I want to distinguish between being a victim and being victimized once again, because I think we are so averse to being seen as a victim when we've gone through something horrific that it actually hardens us from the vulnerability that we need to be displaying and it prevents some of our healing. It actually prevents some of our healing because now our identity is rooted actually in what's been done to us. But when we take on the identity of victim, you actually are putting all the power over your life into the hands of the one who hurt you. Think about that for a second, beautiful. The one who hurt you by taking on that victim identity, you're giving them power over your life. Now, let me break it down by giving you a couple of definitions. What does it mean by being a victim? Well, I think that when you're stuck in that role, in that identity, where you see yourself as continually being hurt by that person, by the world, by people, everything is happening to you and you're powerless to do anything about it. It's everyone's fault and you take on the thought process of I'm the one who's bad. I'm wrong. I deserve this. It's my fault that he looked at another woman. It's my fault he got involved in pornography. It's my fault that he had the affair. There is this self-condemnation, shame, guilt that comes with it. But the opposite, being victimized, is actually acknowledging that you've been treated poorly, badly, traumatically by someone. Whether it was through pornography use or an affair, you've been betrayed. You've been betrayed. And you are acknowledging that. You're acknowledging their action. You're acknowledging what they did to you. And you're allowing yourself to feel the feelings around that in order to be transformed from it. Now, you're calling a spade a spade. <laughs> You're not sugarcoating what took place, right? You're recognizing that something horrific happened to you. And at a moment in time, you felt powerless to do something about it. But having the awareness to recognize that is a great place to be. Understand this. It's not your responsibility to take on what was done to you. Your healing is only your responsibility. Let me just say that again. You need to step into the awareness. You need to recognize that the choices they made to hurt you are not your responsibility. Your responsibility lies in stepping into your own healing. You see, the part of the victim identity is to make it your fault. To be consumed by the guilt and the shame and to take the responsibility of how that toxic person hurt you 
And this is played out many times when we see domestic violence, narcissistic abuse, emotional abuse. Um, if you want to go back even further, child abuse, a betrayal, betrayal. This is something that happens when we have suffered in this way. When you stay the victim, you're allowing the one who hurt you to continue to manipulate you, gaslight, blame you. They can even push aside taking full responsibility. But beautiful, hear me loud and clear today. You are not, with a capital N-O-T, you are not responsible for what has happened to you. But you do have a responsibility to move yourself forward into your healing. Your healing is your responsibility. No matter the betrayal, the infidelity, the affair, the pornography use, the horrific acts that have been done to you, realize that does not define you. So you're like, well, Lisa, all this has been done to me. It's easy to say that I'm a victim to it. It's hard to distinguish between the two because how do I, how do I get that kind of identity? Um, how do I get free from it? Well, beautiful, I want to help you with that really quick. In John 15, 16, we're told, you did not choose me. I chose you and I appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit. I want you to understand that as a woman of God, as a child of the King, as one who has been saved by Jesus Christ, your identity is not a victim. Your identity is victorious because you were chosen by the Almighty. You were handpicked by God. In Genesis 1.27, it says, So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female. He created them. God made you with a purpose. He saw you before the foundation was laid. And he said, she is very good. And he created you with a great purpose. He created you in his own image as his image bearer. And I will tell you, God is not a victim. He is victorious, and you are made in that victorious image. Jeremiah 1, 5 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Beautiful, God formed you in your mother's womb. He knew you before you were even created. Before you were born, He had set you apart. He knew you were going to be betrayed. He knew that you were going to be victimized, but he died so that you could rise victoriously. In Ephesians 2.10, it says, For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. I want you to know that God created you not by mistake, but he created you so that you would rise up from what has been done to you. Again, beautiful, recognize that Jesus himself was not a victim. He was mocked, he was beaten, he was crucified. That is the same definition as being victimized, right? But yet, he rose victoriously and he desires the same for you. He was not a victim and neither are you. In Christ, you can heal. You don't have to allow the identity of victim to be upon you any longer. You do have the story of betrayal. 
You can be known as the victor who rose up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a beautiful, abundant, joy-filled life. But the choice is yours. Don't allow what has happened to you to become you. That is my prayer for you. Beautiful, I pray that today's episode got in deep within your heart, that it really, truly gave you an understanding deep down inside to where you desire to be that victorious woman of God once again. You can do it. What has happened to you doesn't have to be you. So step into the victorious woman God created you to be and be blessed. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. I hope you enjoyed today's show and found hope, healing, and encouragement. Please remember to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. You can even screenshot this episode and share it on IG or Facebook stories. This is how we get the message of hope and healing out to all women who are in the midst of betrayal and loss. If you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and take the next step in your healing, make sure to reach out to me and schedule your breakthrough coaching call today. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of any circumstance that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.